I'm not telling nobody what I make no more, and I'm definitely not telling anybody on this podcast anymore my standards, because I just feel like I never know who's listening, and (laughs) I be getting the most views when I'm not online, you know, like, anytime I'm not online for a while, it's like, views upon views, and, um, I don't know, I just... I, I I just it's time for me to really do what I can to keep that to myself. Keep it cute and keep it mute. Because because simply because I am wanting to ascend to another level. Not only just with camming, clearly, because as I've mentioned to you now, six weeks ago, I decided six weeks ago that I would become a, a part-time cam model. I would take off my full-time cam girl hat. I would take off my, oh, yeah, do two streams a day. I'll be here later. I'll be here tomorrow. Catch me tomorrow. I took that hat off <laughs> because running a two-year marathon makes you feel like you've been camming for four years. And um, it makes people watching you feel like they've been watching you for four years. And what does that mean for me personally? It means that it began to make me feel like I wasn't making any personal progress. I was only making progress online. Which, again, I'm not going to be one of those antiquated old-ass people who's going to say online progress isn't real progress. Because, again, as we already know, I will acknowledge, there are people making great money online you know on the social nets on the youtubes on the tiktoks on the twitches you know on on all of that that is true that is valid and some of them don't even have to do that they're they're doing other things yes but for me myself and i i am realizing that fortunately and unfortunately camming is like best buy (laughs) camming is like best buy and Best Buy is always available to any, um, I wouldn't say any demographic, but you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, it's just in a central location where, you know, the the snobs, <laughs> I don't know give me that accent. Oh, <laughs> the snobs. <laughs> The people in District 1 and the people in District 11, (laughs) they can all congregate at Best Buy. And I feel like for the longest, I have had this one-sided view of camming. And it wasn't until, literally... Just as I, I came back and I started to, you know, mention here and there, because you know I got a big ass fucking mouth, that I'm no longer doing this full time, so this is now a part time thing for me. How many people are now expressing what they do and their disdain for it? It seemed like before when I was mentioning I do this full time, no one really wanted to talk about work or complain about work.
it was just me. <laughs> it was like, it was such a one-sided thing. And I thought that was kind of interesting because it's like when I would complain about work, there would always be those trolls that would be like, you know, well, get a better job, you know, yada, 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 you know, it's the internet, deal with it. Oh, you could do this, you could do this, you know, you could do this. And I would think to myself, like, why is it that regular people get to complain about their jobs, but I can't? And I just find it very ironic that now that I've mentioned that I am doing something else and I am not full-time here, you know, now that I'm, I'm complaining about certain things, specifically in the last two weeks with a, a new situation that's happened, now that I'm complaining about it, it's just so interesting how often people are mentioning to me, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm done slaving for the week, you know, oh, I'm exhausted from working, you know, trying to pick up hours here with this and that, and I just find it very fucking interesting. And that's where I'll leave that, but I'll also say it's enlightened me to realize that all of y'all aren't rich. And what can I say? I guess maybe it's because of the people who are willing to talk to me and actually discuss things with me. And, and let me put you this way. My definition of rich is not, like, the quintessential, like, <laughs> what we see on TV. My definition of rich is comfortable enough to have six months of savings, you know, the emergency fund, dividends on fleek, and some sort of other stream of income outside of your regular job. So it's not even a specific figure amount. It's just typically a man that's doing all that, typically a woman that's doing all that, isn't making 30 grand a year. You know what I mean? <laughs> it reminds me of that, um, fuck. Dude, ah, ah, in a different world, a different world. Now I got to look this up. It was in a different world. Um, gosh, Whitley was talking to Dwayne and Whitley and Dwayne, I believe I'm not, I'm not for sure. Uh, we're talking about finances and the comment just came up was a man like that will never be broke. And that's what I mean when I say certain things about my stance. And, and you know, it's just... Uh, here it is. Here it is. I found it. I found it. I found it. Dwayne, he asked, what kind of husband do you want, Whitley? What kind do you think, she asked. Dwayne says, rich? Whitley says, I would like a man who is educated, enterprising, and ambitious. Dwayne said, so you wouldn't mind if he was poor? Whitley said, and I quote, that type of man is never poor. See, that's what I mean. Like, when I say the certain things I say about the standards I have, it's like the first thing someone hears is comma signs and zeros. They're not thinking about the type of individual I would like to share my time with the type of conversations I would just like to be able to have over pillow talk you know <laughs> like I, I don't want to talk about um bullshit like I, <laughs> not that we can't do that too we can talk about bullshit too but I just I just mean I want someone with range and that type of man with that type of range will never be someone 
who is going to watch me and feel some type of way that I am doing a particular type of, you know, (laughs) I'm trying to break generational curses here by breaking into a new tax bracket. And I just feel like (sighs) though my stance has always been that type of individual who's going to tip me should and would not care about my finances or whatever. I just recognize that the situation that I'm in is that this is Best Buy. I can't block shit off to people who aren't educated, enterprising, etc. I, 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 everyone gets to view this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what I'm saying by that is I have to consider that even though my audience is educated, in whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be formal and enterprising. Because, you know, they could be educated in the streets and enterprising in that way. I am convinced that this one guy that tips me is a drug dealer. I am highly convinced that that is his full-time job. I don't know how to explain it to you, but I'm highly convinced. He has way too much time in the day to be online and way too much money. I mean, he could be like... I mean, he could, like, have, like, stocks, I guess. But I don't really see him as a stock guy. Ah, there I go being judgmental. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, I'm just recognizing that it's all types of people watching me. And I need not turn off certain individuals because I am telling them things that are completely irrelevant because they don't need to know that information anyway. You know, even here on the podcast, like I said, even here on the podcast, I'm going to try to do what I can do to stop mentioning how much I'm making a day, how much I'm making a week, how much I'm making an hour, you know, like, unless it's like another day where I have 21,000 tokens and I make a thousand bucks that day, y'all won't hear about it, you know, so, um, yeah, I'm just going to try to do what I can do to keep my standards and my earnings to myself. Because where I'm trying to go, I also recognize that the individuals I want to align with where I'm trying to go, um, they may also find themselves, you know, (sighs) is resilient the word? I don't know, like, um, (sighs) apprehensive to align themselves with me because of my handling of certain things like um not not saying i really give a fuck about being tacky you know <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm ruth langmore true and through but i feel as if it does matter to me how i am perceived in circumstances where i am currently going And I don't want how I act with camming to translate into the things that I am doing outside of here. Because I'm making much more progress than I've ever made before. (laughs) It's so interesting how, like, when you get out of your own way, like, you can really just... (sighs) Anyway, um... (laughs) I don't know. I just, I don't want to take, uh, this, you know desire to clap back at someone 
I, I'll just be humble about it. I'll just keep it cute and keep it mute. I feel like, you know, things will just speak for themselves. You know, if, if not, that's fine. You know, it will just speak for itself. That's all I can say. If it doesn't speak for you, that's fine. It, it, you can't. The message cannot be translated if it doesn't speak to you on its own. I cannot. I'm not translating anything anymore. You know, like this is not. <laughs> this is this is some elfish over here. <laughs> like <laughs> elfish or something. I don't know. Like this is Dothraki. Like you know what I'm saying. Like. I don't, I can't translate it for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. 